Greetings and salutations, you kinky fucks. Welcome back for episode 50 of Kinks with Kiki. I'm tired. Um, Prior to recording this, you all will hear this on Monday, so everybody else knows the news as well. Kobe Bryant died. Like, died, died. What the hell? I can't speak for everyone else, but I know personally that was the last person I would have expected anyone to tell me that actually died on a random Sunday. But it's really unfortunate. Um, I have a guest here today. Uh, you all have heard him on an episode prior. Please welcome back, Mr. L. How are you? Other than this sad, sad news that we have heard today, um, I'm doing good. Okay. Doing good. I feel like you could talk a little bit more on Kobe. I, guys, am not an NBA fan. I'm not really that much of a sports fan unless it's like college basketball. So I knew of Kobe, but I didn't know him as like an athlete or anything else past that. I just knew that he was one of the greats and a lot of people men women children alike really loved him so would you like to shed some light on that um sure sure try not to get too emotional here but you know just growing up you know the generation before us always knew of michael jordan right like michael jordan was towards the end of his career as we were as we were growing up he still had a few more years but seeing someone who gave a lot of especially young African-American boys, like hopes, aspirations, especially with basketball. And seeing him at the start of his career, up until this point, turning into a prominent figure outside of just basketball, but kind of being an ambassador now for women's sports and an advocate for peace and things going on around the world. And ultimately, which I'm pretty sure is one of his greatest joys, being a father. Like, you know, there's been a lot of videos circling around social media showing, you know, the Kobe that we didn't see off the court, you know, when he was playing. But him being a father, uh, also, you know, rest in peace to his daughter, Gigi, who was also on the helicopter as well. And any other families, the Bryan family, prayers definitely to them. Absolutely. And the, the other families that were involved are on the helicopter with them, but it's just it's just tough seeing a icon, a legend, you know, just at such a young age, forty one, gone entirely too 41. soon. And it, <laughs> we talked about Betty White, but we <laughs> we're not gonna go into it. <laughs> like, yes, it's 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 like you said, it's one of the mm. last people that I would have expected. Yes. That. Nobody I, saw this coming. This I was opened completely my left phone field. on Twitter, and first thing I see is TMZ reporting that Kobe's died in the car. And you know, granted, we don't pay TMZ a lot of money. I mind, really thought it was a joke. But they're messy, and they mm-hmm. get to stuff, and you couldn't help but just sit around and wait for someone else to report it for it to be true. And and there was that that big part of you were just wishing that it wasn't true, but. Unfortunately, today we are mourning the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yes. 
oh God, prayers to his wife and that family. Uh, she's lost a child and her spouse. I couldn't fathom. I couldn't imagine. I just, I really feel bad, but yeah, definitely didn't expect to report on this with the episode for this week, but life happens. Unfortunately, we have no say or control over when it does. So unfortunately, here we are. But fortunately, in this cruel world that we live in, we're here to discuss kinks <laughs> on the Kinks with Kiki podcast to hopefully take the death of Kobe Bryant off of our minds and hopefully yes, yours. Absolutely. Uh so jumping into S and M, aka song and mood of the week. I actually struggled. I was stuck between two songs because I'm gonna go into my week in a little bit about how I've been feeling and everything, but Song and Mood is Cockiness by Rihanna. Now, I feel like a lot of my listeners are Rihanna stands as well. Yes, I am a part of the Navy. I'm perfectly capable of being a part of the Beehive as well as the Navy. I'm nobody's barb. I said what I said. Stay the fuck out of my mentions, comments, and DMs. I said what I said. I am not a barb. Because I like 2006-2007 Nikki. Call me a boomer if you must. But I don't like this new fluffy pink Harajuku Nikki. I liked gritty, bisexual, bicurious adjacent Nikki. Because she was actually rapping. So Nikki had big dick energy back then. Ooh, too. Nikki was fucking a few bitches. Like, especially if anybody, if y'all a Nikki Nikki fan and y'all seen like those mixtape DVDs, how she was like in a stairwell looking like a whole dude, like, and apparently, allegedly fucking Remy Ma. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, I'm going to leave it there. So, yes, um, I liked Rihanna's album. I think this was from Talk That Talk or. Was it unapologetic? I don't know. Y'all know this bitch don't came out with like 13 albums in the last three years. So I can't keep up because she was throwing them out like two a year at one point in time. But I like that song because it lifts my mood. So it's definitely an S&M type song because my mood has not been all that great. But I will go into that in a minute with Weekly with Kiki. So yeah, song and mood of this week is going to be Rihanna's cockiness because... If you know the song, you know the vibe. So I don't have to explain further. All right, jumping into Weekly with Kiki. Y'all, I got a fucking ticket. <laughs> not not am, just a ticket, but your first ticket. My first speeding ticket. Welcome to the in club. 32 years. Listen, y'all, I have been driving since I was eight years old. I got my learner's permit at 14 my license at 16 i have been driving for 16 years legally what the hell like how did we get here i don't understand like you know what so i went to see my parents this weekend and my parents live in the middle of nowhere and i was driving in the middle of nowhere and guess what the fuck happened a cop stopped me in the middle of nowhere and he looked like a white supremacist when he stepped out the car he spit and he grabbed his holster so i wouldn't put my window down and i knew i was going to get the ticket just with that action alone and he was like ma'am can you put down your window and like i barely cracked my window because i'm looking like "Mm, y'all like to shoot niggas i don't know if i want to do this or not 
But I did it anyway. And he was like, oh, I clocked you. You were speeding. Are you rushing? I'm like, no, I just didn't realize I was speeding. And I mean, it is what it is. I'm like, okay, sir, you're going to give me the ticket. Give me the fucking ticket and let me be on my way. But then this nigga said, oh, no, you got to go to court. I'm like, I'm sorry, excuse me? Why do I have to go to court? He's like, yeah, your appearance is in February. I'm like, okay, so this is bullshit. So now I had to go back to the middle of nowhere to a courthouse in the middle of nowhere and pay court fees for a $30 ticket. It is bullshit. I lived in New York City for two years. I got parking tickets and used to fight them bitches because y'all know if you live in New York and you have a car, if you know, you know, them niggas was out at 7.30, 8.30 in the morning, out trying to get everybody parked by a bus stop, parked by a hydrant. Y'all know the vibes. So I don't understand how I got a speeding ticket, but I was angry about that. And I was more so angry because now I got to go to fucking court and I'm nowhere near this courthouse. It's like an hour and a half away from where I live because it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. So I got a ticket, y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. Welcome to the club. Sorry, sorry. Because I was really gonna go into a rant, but you know what? I got the ticket. I'm gonna pay the court fee. I'm gonna, you know, do what I have to do to avoid having points on my license and insurance because my tags still say Ohio. I haven't even switched over my tags to where I am currently. Do not say where I am because I, I have wasn't. Go. Don't Thank worry. You. I know the. I know the. <laughs> We're good. Like I'm not gonna I, disclose your location. Thank you. I will tell you all eventually where I am, but as of now, nah. So she's not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell y'all. I'm definitely going to tell you because if I do a live show, I'm gonna have to like disclose a lot of information. If I do one here, if I decide, I'll have to disclose the information. But as of now, I don't want to tell anyone where I am. Like I've said, all y'all need to know is that I am back in the south. But I'm angry about it because I like when he gave me the ticket, I was mentally prepared. I'm like, oh, bet I'll just pay this online. You know, it is what it is and we'll be done. When he said I had to go to court, I'm like, now this is a wild inconvenience because now I got to travel early in the morning. I don't feel like traveling. Then I got to go to court. I don't like courthouses. Y'all know I'm a paralegal. And I don't like courthouses because I always feel like I've done something. Like, am I on trial for something? And I'm not. And it's weird anxiety. I know what y'all saying, like, but you're a paralegal. Yeah, paralegals don't have to go to court. So, so curious. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm pretty sure that some of your fans are wondering uh, what caused you to get this speeding ticket? How fast were you going? And then you what, what, what was the, <laughs> what was the speed limit? Like, uh, uh, we're, we're, all just, right, we're just curious. We want to be nosy. Like. This is your first ticket. This is a big milestone. It's you, not a milestone. You, I had a perfect is. record until this. I'm so disappointed in myself. All right, y'all. So I was going 74 in a 55. Bad <laughs> foot. Mind y'all, I live in a city that has highways and interstates. I am used to driving fast. I was in the middle of nowhere's Hicksville, like West Bubbafuck. So... It just, it didn't occur to me that I was speeding. And like, when I saw him, as soon as he turned around, I was like, fuck. So, I so I got it. So I have, so I have a question then about your ticket. So was he just chilling on the side of the road? He I'm turned around. It was, he it was, was a state driving. trooper, correct? He was a state trooper. You were, and you said you were going 74 to 55. Yep. So you weren't necessarily on a highway. No, I wasn't. So okay, you know he, what? No, 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 no. This is the first ticket. We're going to dive into this. This is this portion of the show is oh. mine now. Uh, so 
he was on the opposite side of the road. He was. He clocked facing me. the opposite direction I'm that you were going. It was my license plate, y'all. Y'all know Ohio got double. Nah, plates. see, listen. <laughs> if he's on the other side of the road, he wasn't even looking at your license plate. He can't see your license plate from that far. So what happened was, you were going about seventy-five, six miles per hour <laughs> in the fifty-five, and his little radar gun. Peep that it did in the sudden. Oh, okay, just just curious. I mean, I admitted that I speeded or sped or whatever. Like I'm perfectly okay with it. You know what? I was speeding. Bet I'm willing to pay the ticket. That's not an issue. You making me go to court is the issue. Now I got to pay court fees. Court fees are like 188 to like 200 dollars, and then a ticket is between 30 and 50. Mm, see, listen. You should have known. Welcome they to the south. They with my money. First of we gotta, all, we gotta waste your time. You we gotta can't waste just, my time, mm, energy, gas, and money. I'm trying to go on trips this it, summer. No. It's a hot girl summer. Nine times out of ten, mm, ways looking. I'm gonna be single. Either. So I'm just trying to travel, 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 and be in somebody's face. I don't know who somebody is. It could be the bartender. It could be my friends in a disclosed location. But I'm just trying to be you know, out here and have fun during the summer. And this is messing with my savings and my travel money. Like that money was supposed to go towards like an Airbnb because I'm going to Miami soon. Like what the hell? So now it's so much going on y'all, but long story short, I got a ticket and now I got to go to fucking court. So also today's my doggy's birthday. He's 10. I'm so excited. So yay. Um, that's pretty much it on that. Um, oh, I thought you were about to sing happy birthday. No, I'm not going to sing happy birthday. He had a whole birthday party yesterday, guys, like a legit birthday party. So we're going to leave that alone. But if you have dogs, you're a pet parent. You already know. You understand how it is. Like you want to throw parties for your babies. So they had a party birthday parties than we do as an adult. They really do like, and had no idea what was going on. He was just in there like, Oh, okay. So we're just here. Yeah, basically. But, um, so his birthday's today. My little pup's 10. I can't believe I got him at 22. And now here I am, 32. And he's still alive and well and being worsome as hell. Uh, as far as my week goes, aside from getting that damn ticket, like my week was very bland. I've been in a very weird, unhappy mood for the last seven days. It has been really bad. I don't know if it's getting better but it's not as bad as it was um i'm functional at this point uh i was told that i am antisocial <laughs> by my employer because i don't talk in the workplace but i feel like that's a good thing because if i'm not talking in the workplace that means i'm working in the workplace and i assume like most employers that's what you would actually want to be done so you seem like you want to say something about that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to drink my um, on that. I'm a firm believer in teamwork makes the dream work. And although yes, in paralegal, like you can do your own thing. Literally. Yes, literally. But as I've said before, you never know what talking to somebody could lead you or it could teach you. So I maybe you talk, should be. I, 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 no, 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 no. But I'm not there's like, a difference hey girl, between there's a difference between being sociable and asking questions. You can still have you can still be sociable yeah, hear this. and not dig into others' private lives. But see, that's what they want to do with me. And what I do outside of the forty hours that I work with y'all ain't none of y'all business. 
that's when you set a section of yourself aside. Hey, I'm only going to let you all do this. I'm not a nigga. Like, I can't. So let me let me ask you this then. Is it because you just don't want to be sociable or is it because you don't want them in your private life? There's two differences. You know what the issue is? What's the issue? The issue is we have my law office is pretty big. It is the entire first floor of a building. The entire. You you hear me? Follow me. Okay. So where my boss and her other paralegal and legal assistants sit, I sit in a completely different area of the building. It's not that I don't want to socialize with them. Mm -hmm. I physically can't. I don't see you all on a day-to-day basis. And if I do, that means I have to purposely get up from my desk, walk across the hall, go into your office and lollygag and shoot the shit with you while I have to walk across the the hall again to go back to my desk. If I was in range or in the area where they were, where I can just pop in her office and be like, hey girl, hey, different story. But I have to make an effort to actually Mm -hmm. go across the hall and talk to them and be like, hey, so how's your day? That's a lot of effort. I could just get my work done instead. So I say that with my profession being teaching. Mm Mm-hmm. I've learned that as far as not necessarily getting ahead, but kind of um, opening yourself up to other possibilities, it's okay to do that. So as you see it as, all right, I'm doing too much if I'm going across the hall just to go talk to this. To me, in my mind, when I'm going (laughs) down the hallway to go to such and such as office, it makes a difference other than just, sitting back and being in my classroom and waiting for them to come to me. Like, no, I'm going to put myself out But they don't come to me either. But that's the thing, okay? They're already in that position where they know, like, I don't have to go to you. What are you going to do? What the hell I got to go to y'all? It depends on how, it depends, it depends on, so it depends on, I guess, what is your, what are your aspirations for where you work at? So, you know, for you, your bosses are already there where they want to be. Do you want to be there? Are you going to, they're looking for that initiative. And unfortunately, mm. we don't live in a world where everybody's looking like, okay, is this going to be the next person who takes over this position or that I position? Didn't think so that way. you have to look at it as, hey, I'm going to stand out above everyone else. I'm going to walk over here, create small talk. You can do small talk I'm without so having to get intimate <laughs> with it. You can just go over, hey, how's your day? Bring up a random conversation about something that's not pertaining to you, but that's going on around in the world, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's not, hey, welcome into my life. I'm going to show you these things about my life. But more along the lines of taking that initiative, I being conversational, <laughs> being sociable. You don't have to be like, Hey, my name is such and such, and I run a Kinks with Kiki podcast. <laughs> no, they don't need to know that shit. No, no. Exactly. But what you want to do is you stand out. One of my favorite movies, a goofy movie. Stand out above the crowd, even if I got a shout out, whatever the lyrics were. <laughs> but either way, but either way, what you're doing is you're standing out. You know, just kind of like if I were to be starting a new podcast, you know. <laughs> But I know you, so it's just like you'd be willing to help. Yes. But imagine if it was just some random person walking up to you. It's like, hey, could you have my podcast? 
<laughs> I know that you're such. Hey, such I did such. that. How do you think I got started? Shout out to Josh. I randomly it's, walked up to him. He had a podcast and was like, "Hey, there you, there you go." <laughs> but not everybody thinks like us. I know, and especially in the workplace and being African American, not everybody. And thinks I am that. the so only African American in my entire department, which makes it more awkward. Exactly, and so depending on how far you want to go with that, hey, create that small conversation. Just small talk. I have an evaluation next month, which I great on. Thank you. I've been panicking about. I am going to do better with talking to my attorney and talking. Well, I talked to the other paralegal, legal, like legally, <laughs> literally every day, but I don't talk to the legal assistant and I don't, I don't talk to the attorney. Sorry, I've been drinking. So I'm going to make an effort. Like whenever I just happen to be on their side of the office, instead of just going to get like the files and being anti, I'm going to actually speak and say, hey, how are you today? And all that good stuff. But here's the thing about paralegals. If you're paralegal, you know, there's no room for growth. You're either going to be a paralegal with a lot of experience or you're going to become an attorney. There really isn't anything in between. So I'm going to take a seat back and, you know, deal with where I want to go career wise. If I want to change careers, because I've been thinking about that as well. You all know I've talked about it before. I have two degrees and none of them are being utilized because <laughs> college is a scam. But um, I am just going to think about like possible career changes or if I want to stick out being a paralegal for another 10 years. So we'll see. But yeah, so that's basically, I'm going to wrap this up because we're like 22 minutes in at this point. That is what has been going on with my week. <sighs> Kobe died. My dog's birthday is today. I've been sad. Uh, work has been weird and I got a fucking ticket. All right, so this week, dum, we dum, dum. are going to discuss masturbation. Yay! Fun stuff. Fun stuff. So this One isn't going to be a kinky type of episode. More so, not necessarily vanilla, but more so informative and an educational um, type episode for this week. Even though, you know, I already talked about um, erotic fixation Oh, God, I want to say like that was one of the last episodes I did with Josh in 2018 before I moved to Ohio. So I've already talked about the kinky, you know, sides of masturbation and things of that nature. But now I'm trying to go into like a strictly educational realm with masturbation. So this week I want to talk about masturbation entirely. And Mr. L is joining me on this episode because I'm a woman. I know how to masturbate as a woman. I know how to orgasm as a woman. I don't know the tricks, techniques, and uses that men deal with. So I right. asked him if he could come on the show and give a male perspective on masturbation. Since, you know, men are supposed to masturbate and women, no, 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 no. That's hush, hush, hush. You don't do that. We're going to talk about that as well. So let's jump into this. Uh, masturbation is the self-simulation of the genitals to achieve sexual arousal and pleasure. 
usually to the point of orgasm or sexual climax, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it the big O, you want to call it an orgasm, you want to call it coming. You get that nut, that's what it is. Basically, no matter how you use it, we all love it to the women and the men who haven't orgasmed. We got to work on that. But to those who have and they've experienced fantastic orgasms, you can relate. So when I was doing my research on this episode, the history of masturbation is so in-depth. Like, I can't even talk about everything on this episode. And I feel like maybe in the future, I want to do a whole episode on the history of masturbation itself. But for now, we're just going to keep it pretty basic. We have a few topics that we're going to discuss today. Like I said, I'm going to be giving a female perspective and Mr. L is going to be giving a male perspective. So like I said, I just gave you all the definition for masturbation. Now, the history of masturbation apparently goes back to um, the Sumerians, very first world generation of people and their whole attitude towards masturbation was very, very relaxed. Um, allegedly, Cleopatra created the first dildo. <laughs> Me and Miss L talked about this before we started recording. So I need you to break down the first dildo. No, no, no. It the was the vibrator. vibrator. Sorry, yes. did I say break dildo? Down the, you did say dildo. <laughs> break down the first vibrator real quick. Okay, so allegedly... Cleopatra ordered her servants to fill a carved out gourd with bees to stimulate her genitals with the rhythmic buzzing inside of the base, turning the hollow gourd into a makeshift vibrator. So I have quite a few <laughs> questions about that. Okay. So my first one, like we discussed, and I, I want you all's feedback. So hit hit up Kings with Kiki. Yes, DM me. And give her your feedback. I want to pose this question to you all. Which came first, the dildo or the vibrator? I'm definitely going to say the dildo. You think the dildo? I think the dildo, the vibrator was the innovation to sexual stimulation. So I I would agree with you on that just because in this day and age we have people out here using fucking cucumbers as a dildo but we're not doing that in so 2020, there's only please don't do that i mean if you do you I'm know sorry, no listen, shaming but listen <laughs> listen i Can understand we not do that a lot of you believe a lot of men i agree with you a lot of men ain't shit but damn it find Woo! you a dick that you okay can you stand. know what Mm-mm. but anyways Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. We'll, we'll keep Mm-mm. going but we're gonna so. leave that subject all the way alone because it's easy <laughs> to find a dick but trust me the person attached to it then it makes all the difference it's in the not world. worth the stress and the headache y'all better off so, getting a dildo <laughs> or cucumber dead ass <laughs> which came first the vibrator or the dildo i gotta say the so, dildo because so the part can... match like historically like women have vaginas men have penises somehow somebody figured out that the parts match so any cylindrical shout out to josh we had this conversation before so any cylindrical object can technically go into the vagina will it cause comfort or pleasure that's the question but very true i think the dildo came first because the part matches i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you on that just because of (laughs) the cucumber idea it's just like i'm pretty sure there was one kinky fuck back in the day who was like hmm i wonder 
Oh, bananas. I feel like everything. Let's see and find out. People put like animals in their asses. So I'm certain a cucumber is no stranger to the ass, to the vagina, to the mouth. Y'all seen everybody was deep throating salad like last year was it? Fucking uh, (laughs) gas handle and shit now. Like I don't. Wait, somebody was sucking on a gas? Oh, what? Yeah, she put a condom on it and then decided to suck. What we not doing. Wait, wait, wait. But then I don't want to just, ladies, it wasn't just you. Then I saw a video of a guy who spit on the gas and the why he <laughs> pretended like he was fucking his car with it and i'm just like yo I, listen i don't i do not judge your kinks i, can't even drink I do not judge the freaky shit that you might be into but why the hell are you spitting on a gas handle because and clout for fucking your car do anything for clout anything for clout offset said it best you do anything for clout like we're good. We're good. I'm not spitting on nobody. I don't even like touching gas handles because people are gross. And you don't know what a person... For all we know, a person could have had their whole fist up somebody's ass prior to touching that damn gas handle. That is where my mind goes. And y'all know, I don't shame. I'm not a fister. I don't want to get fisted. And I don't want to do any fisting. fisting. But however, you don't know. The nigga that pumped that gas before you could have literally had his fist up his or her ass. Like, you don't know where they had their fingers and where they had their hands previously. So the fact that y'all out here giving oral sex to gas pumps, no. What are you doing? Exactly. We're not going to do that. So anyways, back to the topic. So, yes. You guys let us know which one do you think came first, the, the vibrator or the dildo? So... I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to put that on my, I'm going to have that as a question. Um, well, not a question, but like, a, you know how you can do the percentages on Instagram. Like, which one do you it's think came first? It's going to be a poll. Thank you. Because my mind, y'all see, this is what happens when you drink and you eat CBD gummies. Because <laughs> I'm a little wavy right now. But this is going to be a poll. I'm going to put that up tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Monday. <laughs> and I'm going to ask, which came first, the dildo or the vibrator? I'm going to say dildo because I do have the parts for a dildo. Not saying that men don't have the parts. You absolutely do. But because I do have a vagina, I feel like vaginal stimulation didn't come before clitoral stimulation. But I feel like vaginal like dildos were the beginning of masturbation and then vibrators came along as the innovator if cleopatra allegedly herself created the first makeshift vibrator so i agree with you but i disagree with the thought process to get there i think hell if some men can't find the clit in 2020 and you then some men couldn't find the clit in fucking 1800 bc <laughs> so therefore the, the dildo had to be invented and yes i know that cleopatra was done a, uh, around in 800 bc 1800 bc we're gonna talk still. about masturbation because hell y'all ladies and hell gentlemen y'all already know like just because the penis fits doesn't mean it can find the spot because I've had sex where it was no vaginal or clitoral stimulation and I'm just mad. I'm like, so this isn't happening again. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not orgasming in any form or fashion, and I'm going to go into the types of orgasms you can have soon, but if I'm not orgasming in any fashion, then what are we doing? We're wasting my time and energy and I don't want to add an additional body that's going to be pointless. Like I don't, you know, delete bodies and say, you know, this doesn't count. I, everyone I've had sex with is accounted for, even if the sex was awful. 
However, <laughs> I'm I not giving you a second chance to disappoint me. Nope. If you don't make me come the first time, you won't get a chance to make me come the second time. And that's just what it is. So, like, I'm going to jump back real. into it. That's it really real. is. I'm going to jump back into the history of masturbation. So, like I said, the very first, like, record of masturbation goes back to the Sumerians because they had a very relaxed attitude towards sex. Um, they believed that masturbation enhanced sexual potency in both men and women, which is fascinating because for as long as we've known, masturbation has been a very taboo subject towards women. So I want to jump into... I'm going to do an episode, guys, on sexual liberation. Um, I'm not really sure when I'm going to do that episode because it's a lot of research. Again, that's a very in-depth topic as well. And that's one of the topics I want to be on my shit and have all of the correct information. But talking about um, just the history of masturbation and how female masturbation has been taboo for so long, Betty Dotson is also known as the mother of masturbation. She's known for sex positive feminism. That is when I'm going to talk about the sexual revolution and sexual liberation with you all. But she's basically the founder and the mother of sexual um, sex positive feminism. And that was a movement that started like around the early 18, 18, sorry guys, this is what alcohol does, the 1980s. Um, and it's centered around the idea that sexual freedom is an essential component to a woman's freedom. And I want to briefly talk about the taboo of female masturbation, because I definitely agree that masturbation is a part of a woman's sexual freedom because for so many years women were basically told like oh and before y'all men try to come for me let me go ahead and say this is from a woman's perspective I have a man in the room with me if he feels the type of way he's gonna give his rebuttal but for a very long time men have been told masturbation is a rite of passage and boys will be boys and that is what you do. But when women talk about masturbation, automatically we are assumed to be sexual deviants or promiscuous or hush, 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 girl, you're not supposed to talk about that. You need to be ladylike. You're not supposed to masturbate. This is why we were taught this. And I'm not gonna go into a rant, but as a woman, and nobody can speak about this like a woman. I don't give a shit on what you have between your legs. If oh. you are a woman, you know your sexual satisfaction is not something that needs to be discussed because the first thing that you're going to be called is a hoe. So this is why there are so many women who are not familiar with their bodies, not aware of what actually gets them off. There are women who don't even masturbate have never masturbated because they feel because of what they were taught that women aren't supposed to enjoy sex. We're supposed to just be vessels for men to fuck on and basically reproduce and nothing else. I tell you one goddamn thing. If I'm not coming, I'm not coming. Literally. Like if I'm not going to orgasm, we're not going to have a conversation, especially if the topic is sex. If you're not trying to get me off, then you can get out. Preach. Period. Like Preach. that's literally all I can say on that. But it's been so taboo with us and it's still taboo to this day. And women are so 
like especially the women of my generation, women who were born in the in the 80s and born in the 90s. So they're in their 20s and 30s now. We are very open about our sexual exploringness, sexual liberation. We're very open about masturbation. We're open about our sexuality, whether it be you know, heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, pan, all the sexuals. Because now I just recently found out I'm demisexual, but we're not going to talk about that, okay? Because I can't believe it, but my feelings are hurt. So anyway, but we've been taught, like, we're supposed to be quiet about sex, but it's cool for us to talk about it amongst each other. And some women are very, especially I am a Southern woman and I grew up, with Southern family members and Southern parents. And sex just isn't something that is discussed in the household. It's not something I was able to be open about and question about. Like I started masturbating at like the age of 10 and I didn't even know what it was. I just know that there was a sensation and I'm like, I like how this feels. However, I didn't grow up in the type of household where I could have went to my parents or went to my mother and been like, this happened. What does this mean? Taboo. Because women, shh, 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 shh. You're not supposed to talk about that. You don't want to be seen as a hoe out here or a whore or promiscuous or a huzzy. Like my grandmother would say, you don't want to seem too fast because you're talking about your sexual pleasure. So shout out to Betty Dotson. Uh, like I said, I'm going to talk about sexual um, liberation in an episode later on down the road, but she was basically one of the pioneers for sexual freedom and it being a woman's right to masturbation. Um, one of the things that she said that I thought was very, very um, interesting was that masturbation is a meditation of self-love and you all know in this day and age with 2020 being as trash as it is even though we're only 26 days in um self-love and self-care is really really important very important very important very so important. when she said if she said this i'm not sure when she said it it was a quote that i when i was doing my research i found um when she said that masturbation was like, or is meditation of self-love. I really felt that because if you don't know what you like sexually, how are you supposed to expect a man to know what you like sexually? Like you have to be vocal. It's, and I'm it, sorry, can, can you repeat that for the people in the back <laughs> real quick? I'm sorry. Just If you, as mm -hmm. in women, don't mm -hmm. know what you like sexually, how are you expecting a man to know what you like sexually? This is what baffles me today. Men and women can literally fuck each other and not have a conversation. I am very vocal about what I like during sex. If it feels good, I'm going to tell you to stay there. If it doesn't, I have no problem telling you to stop or telling you that feels uncomfortable. These are the things that we have to do and because women are taught, again, it goes back to what we're taught. We are vessels for sex, not sexual beings. So we're not taught, hey, this is supposed to be an equal partnership of pleasure. We're both supposed to enjoy this. We're just taught men are supposed to enjoy it because I don't know, I guess because they're coming and orgasms are actual like visual orgasms, you can see it. You don't have to see, well, you know, I'm, 
I'm a squirter. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We didn't hear that. Can you please repeat that a little bit louder into the microphone? Please, please come a little closer. I am a squirter. You all know this. I've talked about squirting. Like, like the, the S-Q-U-I-T-E-R squirter. I'm a squirter. Okay. So Just want to make sure that we all heard that. Sick. So mostly my orgasms are pretty visual. <laughs> and if they aren't, I I can't control orgasms. I'm trying to learn. Y'all teach me your ways if you know how. I feel like I will have all the power like Thanos if I learn how to control my orgasms. But yes, I'm a squirter. So my orgasms are very visual anyway. But it feels like with women, if you can't see the orgasm, then the orgasm never happened. And I just think that that's bullshit. In my personal opinion, what do you think? I agree with you. I agree with you. So I was <laughs> you have no you choice but then to agree with me. I, was, I have a choice, but I agree with you. But it's you. right. And, and just like you said, like women, like how can you expect for a man to know how to please you if you don't know what you like yourself? Fellas, listen, even if y'all are just fucking for the first time, but she tells you to do something, trust me, do it. She knows her body better mm-hmm. than you do for the most part. Unless you're her dom, but then that's a whole different conversation. That's Go back and listen to our previous episode. <laughs> um, listen to her. Like, she knows we're going to get her off. And when she gets Absolutely. off, it's going to make it that much better for you. Trust me. Do not just use her as a fuck doll unless that is what she desires. Hey, you know. And there's nothing. Live there's your best kink. Y'all know what I say. <laughs> but yes, women explore your bodies. I have come in contact with women who before have told me straight up, like they have never masturbated Yikes. either for the fact that it doesn't feel the same as it does if they were getting dick or Ooh. whether or not they just, they've always frowned down at the, at the thought of touching themselves. There's nothing wrong with masturbating. We have to get to the bottom of that though. Why? It's your body. It's the body you're in every day of the week. 365, 24, 8, if that's the case. Like you're, this is your body. If you can't tell someone how your body functions or what you like, then what can you do? That's scary. Like, when did we get to the point? What made women like incapable of or feeling uncomfortable with touching themselves. I'm just curious because I feel like it's something that we, it's like an unwritten rule or untaught rule. Like because sex isn't discussed in the household with women, I feel like we haven't been open or liberated quote unquote, um, about our sexual desires and our sexual needs and our pleasures. So it makes women uncomfortable because it's not something that we've often been able to discuss freely. We got to work on that. Like female masturbation in 2020, my niggas with Pornhub and uh, OnlyFans and whatever else is out there. <laughs> Private Snapchats. Right. Like with Twitter. all of this existing, I promise you, female masturbation should not be a taboo hush hush topic that you only discuss amongst girlfriends. It should be something that you're able to have an open conversation Embrace about. Embrace it. Embrace 
Embrace yeah. it. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to go... My issue with masturbating lately, but my sex for me is mental. It's mm-hmm. more physical. It's more mental than it is physical. If my head isn't in it, nine times out of ten, nothing else is going to be in it either. Mm-hmm. But we, I just want it to be an open conversation where women don't feel like they're going to be shamed or called or assumed that they're a hoe or... Uh, promiscuous whatever the hell they even mean in 2020 because everybody out here fucking like I just want women to be comfortable enough with their bodies to explore because it's your body nobody can do what you can do to it like you can make yourself come you can give yourself pleasure and the fact that there are a lot of women out here that feel uncomfortable doing so is really problematic very but that's just my opinion. Okay, so we're going to jump into these topics. Um, again, I have Mr. L here. I am speaking, whenever I talk about a topic, I'm speaking strictly from a female's perspective. And he will handle the male perspective of everything. So I want to talk about orgasm types due to masturbation. So the first for women is clitoral. And again, all of these orgasms, let me go and jump straight out there and say that all of these vary from person to person. So if I'm having a clitoral orgasm, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, Jennifer is going to have a clitoral orgasm and so on and so forth. So clitoral orgasms, um, if you know where your clitoris is and a woman is typically by the pubic bone, if you massage that area with your fingers, with some type of apparatus. I don't want to assume that it'll be a vibrator, but if you massage that area um, and you rub the clit, stroke the clit, if you have a bigger one, <laughs> I don't have a big one. So. Suck on that motherfucker. Um, Seriously? <laughs> that part can be edited out. <laughs> We're keeping everything. But you can get a rhythm and get a flow of to what type of stimulation clitorally feels good to you and if need be you can use a toy or use a vibrator and if it gives you the type of stimulation if your fingers are overworked and you need like to tag team something in you can use an apparatus until you you know find yourself coming into an orgasm so clitoral orgasms is one of the types of orgasms um the second type is vaginal now the notes i found on vaginal orgasms it says you can start by massaging your vaginal opening. I know for me personally, that does nothing. <laughs> I feel nothing if you're just teetering at the opening of my vagina. <laughs> so, so we're talking about masturbation here. Yes. Is, we're talking about not if you're teetering, but if you yourself are teetering. Yes, if so you yourself. I know, I know, especially like when it comes to, to sex, for instance, like that build up to the point where, mm. say, if... um. Which, you know, couples masturbation is a thing, but we'll get into that We're later. We're going to get into that, yes. But <laughs> if, you are mas- if, if you are masturbating, you know, teasing yourself, going up your thighs, the same thing that you would enjoy if your counterpart was doing mm-hmm. to you. But then it gets to that point where you're already turned on, and then just that spreading of your pussy lips. <sighs> That's, or does that do nothing to you? 
like poking around at my lips. You know what? I can't. You know, it's, it's not necessarily poking around, <laughs> but but goes. but just but just but it's just kind of separating them. So okay, I can you know, see that. Yes, yeah. so I can just, see just how sliding, that would be awesome. It's, it's kind of like the same tease that you get as far as you know the biting of the inside of the thighs, where if Oof. you're you know scratching yourself, if you're scratching yourself between your thighs and leading up to pleasuring yourself. And before you reach your before you reach your clit, that you know you just gently slide your fingers, separating your pussy lips. That's what I envision. I, I envision you I sliding that. that you know separating them. You're feeling the warmth and you're feeling the wetness without having to insert your fingers inside of your pussy right before you get to your clit. So that's what I just envision when I you know right. see that type of <laughs> orgasm. But okay. Very descriptive, and I have a thing for words, so I'm just sitting here like, I need another drink. Um, okay, I see it from your point of view. If you're really turned on, I can see that type of motion getting like prepared for a vaginal orgasm. I can see that as a thing that would work. So, like it said, uh, massage your vagina opening, like your vaginal mm-hmm. opening. Um, and you can slowly insert your fingers or if you have a toy into your vagina, as always, make sure you are wet. If you are not wet, make sure you have plenty of lube to avoid any type of uncomfortable friction. Y'all know when we dry up, that shit hurts because I'm pretty sure it's not too pleasurable for men as well. Cause there's no dr- wetness there. It's all dry and that's just friction on top of dry friction. We're about to start a fire in this room. <laughs> But make sure you have enough lube. Um, Find a rhythm that works for you. That is another thing that men need to understand. Your stroke might not be the stroke for the new bitch that you... Let me not say bitch. Your stroke may not be the stroke for the new person, new woman that you're entertaining. Like, they may not like that stroke. They might like it a little slower. They might like it a little faster. They might like it upward. They might like it inward to the right a little bit, to the left. I know me, I like it upward because, okay. But that's how I like it. So get a rhythm. If you're masturbating and you're using a toy or using your fingers, find your rhythm and find your spot. Once you find your spot, you can increase your speed. You can increase your pressure. Pressure. <laughs> Sorry. That's the wine. <laughs> it is definitely the wine, guys. I apologize. Um, but you can like stimulate yourself with pressure and speed. And if you find your spot, especially if you find your G spot, nine times out of 10, you are probably going to squirt if you don't fight it. You know, I've talked about squirting. Squirting was one of my very first episodes. So you would have to go back to like episode three (laughs) to talk about, um, to listen to me talk about squirting and how to perfect the G spot orgasm. Um, But yeah, with vaginal, if you find the spot, you find the pressure and you find the speed, I guarantee you, if you just relax and just enjoy masturbating, not thinking about anyone else, you will have a grand old time. And if you keep working on it, you will perfect your orgasm. Now, here's one of my faves. (laughs) Anal orgasms. (laughs) Sorry, I got too excited. I don't know a lot of women that have anal orgasms. 
I have anal orgasms and by anal, I mean, it affects me vaginally and clitorally. Um, you want to take this? <laughs> Do you have any, take this? You have any info okay, so on? We're flipping over to the males. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Do you okay, have okay. any perspective on anal orgasms with women? Anal orgasm. Yes. Um, when it comes to masturbation, not so much because masturbation is you yourself feeling not your body. Yes, I'm gonna talk about that after he. I, I needed the moment, y'all. But Sorry. as far as <laughs> as far as when you have intercourse with a woman, um, yes, I, I I understand, ladies. Anal can it, it initially hurts. It's lit though. But <laughs> once you get past a certain point, I can guarantee you, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> If done right, that's the key. If done, if done right, right, thank and, you. And you relax, and maybe we'll have a whole separate conversation later on anal sex. But, mm. ladies, it is very possible, and fellas, it is very possible for your woman to have an orgasm just strictly from anal sex. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a squirter, ladies, Woo-hoo! you can have that just from and penetration. It's so good, y'all. Anal sex. <laughs> uh, do not deny yourself that. Agreed. If you're curious about it, do your research. Yes. I'm pretty sure that Kiki has some episodes. Oh, y'all know I got a whole episode on it. anal sex. There we go. To prepare it, everything. So please go back and listen. Do to not. That and that's the same thing when master <laughs> baiting. <laughs> so, like he said, um, you finished. No, I wasn't. You wasn't? Okay, go ahead. I thought, I thought we were going to say No, 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 no. But um, that's one of the reasons why a lot of women now have butt plugs. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they have realized. And even if they've never had a dick inside of their ass, Oof. their butt plugs start off with your finger. Something slight. Do not overwork yourself because that's when it will hurt and it will completely turn you off. That's start what I'm going to talk about. And work yourself into it. Absolutely. But when you're masturbating yourself, ladies, don't be afraid to venture into using a butt plug. All right? Yes. There's a G spot in your ass. I promise. It's called an A spot. A spot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you will use use that to be your starter, you know? Well, actually. Oh, go ahead. Actually. I wouldn't say use a butt plug to be your starter because if you've used a butt plug, if you've used like a metal butt plug, you know that they are weighted. And if you are not used to anything going up there, chances are you don't need to put anything weighted in your ass off top because it's going to be painful. So my advice and the research I've done, and I have to completely agree with the research and what they said, start massaging your area with your fingers. What you need to do is get used to something even being in your ass in the first place, because that's not something that people can just be like, oh, you know, I'm accustomed to it. Your body has to get used to something actually being there. And trust me, as someone who really likes anal, and I do, well, I don't do it now, but (laughs) I've done anal (laughs) a lot in the past, like your body will get used to something being up there because it's just like it's like muscle memory. Yep. So your your ass, it's it's literally it's literally look at it as a muscle. It's literally the a more, muscle. The more your you train is a muscle. It, 
the more you train it, the more accustomed it becomes. Yes, to it does. It. So if you start with your fingers and you can massage, you can insert a finger or a toy mm-hmm. or a plug, whatever, you know, to your liking to get comfortable and you can use the type of motions that work for you in and out works for me circular may work for you it doesn't really matter you just have to figure out what motion particularly works for you and if it gives you pleasure if you find out oh circular gives me pleasure then you hone in on that and you continue your circular motions because Nine times out of 10, if you're relaxed enough and your mind is in the right space because you're masturbating and you're alone and you're comfortable and you've made the the space comfortable enough to do any type of masturbation, if you just keep practicing at it, it may not be the first, second, or third time, but maybe the fourth time you've gotten it, your body is used to it, you may actually orgasm. So start with your fingers. You can graduate to plugs. I would say silicone first. And if you want to get your body used to having something inside of it anally, I would definitely go to weighted plugs next. So, Mr. L. Yes. Are there any type of orgasm types for men that you are educated on or personally aware of? So, we're going to start and we're going to work backwards. Since we were just talking about anal for women, we'll go to anal for men. Okay. Fellas, there's a G spot in your ass. There's (laughs) there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's no there's it's there. That's all I'm gonna say. It's there. Doesn't make you gay. It doesn't. A lot of men are afraid to venture out sexually either with themselves or with the partner because of the fear of being labeled as gay. Gentlemen, the only thing that makes you gay is liking another man that's it and even then if that's what you prefer that is perfectly okay because that is who you are right or and either now, you you're bi and you like both men and women because exactly. bisexuality works both ways <laughs> both it ways does <laughs> Go but both ways there is a g-spot <laughs> yes and just and just as as kiki was saying start off with something slight your fingers mm-hmm. especially if you are afraid of um you know how it might feel or right. you know start off something slight something small for the most part a lot of men's fingers aren't bigger than a butt plug i've never seen a man whose fingers bigger than a butt plug unless you're just some Yikes. kind of giant you start have to be like small. seven foot nine <laughs> exactly and even then if you're still afraid you're not you know, you're not you're not sure you you know your nails might be an issue or yes. whatever might be an issue grab a latex glove oh okay it's, it's, give it's, me information it's, it's nice it's your your nails will not hurt you right and ladies same thing for you if this is the way that you feel grab a latex glove if you're not allergic to it use it because guess what it won't be that sharp edge piercing inside of you make sure that you are using lube you do not want to Oof. hurt yourself absolutely at all Please do not hurt yourself. One of the main things about sex is making sure that you are cautious mm-hmm. and that you're not setting yourself up for any kind of damage to your genitalia or Agreed. other areas of your body. Absolutely. So, a latex glove. Grab 
I prefer now masturbating. I use coconut oil. I do not use lotion. <laughs> I do not use Vaseline. Oil the same. <laughs> lotion, lotion. Majority of lotions are scented, and you don't want to throw off anything in your body, especially ladies. Do or not in a woman's penis. body if you're involved exactly. with a woman. That's coconut very important oil, as well. Natural. Use it. All right. So sidebar, ladies. To some of y'all, you hear him saying coconut oil. Coconut oil throws off my pH and gives me yeast infections. Like when I shave or if I haven't waxed in a while because I'm afraid and it hurts a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when I moisturize my area after shaving, I used coconut oil. Didn't use it anywhere around my vaginal opening, but it threw me off so bad. And I'm like, it couldn't have been the coconut oil. I used it a second time and guess what happened? The same thing. So coconut oil does not work for women the way it may work for men. I just want to throw that out there. Maybe not all women, but I have a very sensitive pH. If I change laundry detergents the wrong way, I'll have a yeast infection. So know your body. Know your body. That's very important. Um, So yes, annually is, you know, whether you use your finger, like I said, use that glove. If you're... Start off small, start off safe, mm-hmm. use a glove, then work your way. There are, I used to have a vibrating um, dick ring or cock ring, and mm. it was a silicone ring, but inside it was kind of like a mini bullet vibrator. We so will talk about nice, sex toys in a minute, ladies and gentlemen. It was nice and, and smooth, <laughs> but you could use something that small and insert it. And Especially if hmm. it vibrates and let it vibrate against your G spot, works wonders. I need a drink. Um, <laughs> Ignore me. So that's all I'm gonna say about you know. Now, if you're into butt plugs, fellas, then you you go for it. Do right. your thing. There's Whatever I don't see anything wrong if you're you, into it. Whatever sexually pleases you. Right. Um. Now, from the ball area, you know, as far as masturbating, you know. Like, yes, I'll show some attention to my balls, but that doesn't really make you have an orgasm. The shaft, it does, because it's just mm. kind of like a volcano building up. Really? And the more that you stroke your own shaft, yes. And, like, I know we're going to get in techniques in a little bit, but it's kind of like that build up for that explosion. Huh. Now, so I can speak for myself. The more you know, where does it start? Do, do, do. <laughs> yes. It's, it's kind of like, you know, and then for speaking for myself, you know, the head and and we've talked about knowing your body so Mm -hmm. you can express that to your partner you know the head for me if i've I've learned that through masturbation where like if you are really getting on on the head of my dick oh man talk about a nut an orgasm fantastic (laughs) By by just focusing on the head knowing what to do with it when to do it so those are just a few for for men. Hmm. Okay. All right, guys. So we took a drink break. Uh, he's drinking water. I'm drinking wine. Which only because I've had a. You've also had drinks. <laughs> I'm going to switch over to water very shortly because I don't want to be drunk and have a hangover headache in the morning. So, all right. So we're gonna jump back into this particular subject of masturbation now we talked about the types of uh 
orgasms? Well, you didn't really go in detail because men just have you you're possible like you can have an anal orgasm, but it's typically through like masturbation, like some type of like shaft and penis stimulation masturbation. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's just us women, like <laughs> now, that have you know, anal, clitoral, you, vaginal. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for us is is mainly the, or at least in my experience, is mainly either the anal, the shaft, or the head. Like those are the three major components when masturbating. Now dealing with sex, just the balls play an important. Right. But factor. I've had an orgasm from nipple play. And that's why I'm pretty sure there may have been men out there who've had Absolutely. orgasms. I have not. Right. You know. Okay. But, I know, you know, I know you're not, giving it from your perspective. That's mm-hmm, perfectly fine. You know, for for men, it's kind of looking at it like looking at nudes. That's all we got. We got our <laughs> dicks. That's it. That's all we got. Niggas so we big. have to make it. So we hey, have Bacana. to make it. You know, <laughs> as best as we can. Same thing with masturbating. You know, yes. And even when it comes to toys, there are a lot more toys catered to women masturbation it, versus it men. Is. It's a you know, billion dollar industry. So. It's, We're gonna talk about sex toys too. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of like that's those are the the three things that we have, okay. and for some men it's only two because yeah. you know not everybody ventures into the anal. They know play. exactly. So the shaft and the head, those are the, the two, I mean those are the two components of the dick. You know, basically. Gonna, I mean, <laughs> Wait, but you have like the balls and the gooch. And... But like I said, once again, when it's nah. when it's coming to masturbation, gotcha. Okay, yeah, it's you not can't necessarily. Do that. Yeah, okay. you know, like I can I can slide a finger up and down my gooch all day while I'm it's masturbating. It's not gonna do anything. It's not gonna do yeah. shit. You know, it's a, opposed to having a tongue down there. You know, so mm. <laughs> there are, there are things that work great when it's intercourse with somebody else, right? Versus solo. Versus solo. Okay, you know. Gotcha. Okay. So guys and women, not just saying guys. I mean, guys as a collective, like my listeners. Hey, y'all. Hey, um, I want to talk about some of the techniques um, for the orgasms I just discussed for women. Some of the techniques that you can use to achieve said orgasms. So for, for clitoral the best way to achieve this orgasm is, and I'm going to give a rebuttal, but this is like when I did my research in the notes, I found, um, if you lie on your back. So if you're lying on your back, it may seem a little old fashioned, but when it comes to stimulating your clit, there's no better position. I have to give a rebuttal. And the only reason I'm going to say that is because I tried something recently and I just out of fascination. I just wanted to see if it was something that I could actually achieve. So like I've been fascinated and I feel like I might've talked about this early on in my episodes. Like when I first, first started the podcast with pillow humping. So I tried Mm. technically it wasn't a pillow, but I tried it and it was interesting. (laughs) Maybe I'll go into detail with that story one day. Maybe not. So Hmm. I've always been intrigued with the, pillow hopping technique of women and the I've had I've I've seen video footage I've had video footage sent to me of women humping a pillow and they thoroughly enjoyed it and you know, I liked it like it, mm-hmm. it you don't have to be on so, your back so with your experience how did you 
give us walk us through it what was the (laughs) what was the what was the technique that you use what position were you in so it was like basically i straddled um i straddled a blanket and a pillow and I didn't think, I'm like, okay, this is so silly. Like when I first started like humping it, I'm like, I'm not comfortable with this because I've always been fascinated, but I've never been like brave enough to try it. Seriously. (laughs) So when I, um, I had the blanket and the pillow, like it happened instantly. I wasn't Mm -hmm. expecting to even have an orgasm, but like the friction and like almost like a riding motion to the blanket and the pillow like i came in like two minutes really yeah i wasn't expecting to because like when i came, i was like oh oh wait <laughs> i was so, like oh shit i had an orgasm <laughs> so in my experience and i don't know if i mentioned this in the last episode that we were in but you know the little thing that women love to do on a dates fellas and it's okay to let your woman do this let let her have her moment was it kind of similar to if you're just sitting on top of the yes. without it inside of you. Yes. And you're, and you're just, just rubbing on it. Oh, that is the best it. feeling ever. It Fellas, feels once so again, good. it might not feel anything to you, but trust me, treat your woman to that. It feels really the friction and the wetness and her just knowing that she's like literally sliding up and down your dick is enough for it to be like, yeah, that's going to push me over the edge. So it was, it was, it was in that sense. It wasn't as good, but it was was similar. Yes. Speaking in terms of masturbating. Yes. That was, it was, it was a good, mm, it was a good substitute because I wasn't expecting to come because I was just like, okay, this is weird. But then I was like, okay, this doesn't feel weird anymore. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, and I know you mentioned it earlier, like, it wasn't your level of comfort, but it was just like, oh, right. you step out your comfort zone. You have to. And that was why and I did it because never, I'm like, you never know. No line on my back wasn't working. Feel. Yeah. So yeah. it says that clitoral stimulation or masturbation, you're best on your back. I would disagree. I would say figure out whatever position works best for you. Obviously, clitoral is like when it comes to masturbation it is ideal because when it comes to clitoral i'm thinking about my bullet right now sorry (laughs) y'all but when you think about masturbation you are on your back and you're using a sex toy you're using a satisfier or you're using a bullet or you're using a vibrator like it's just ideal but if you want to spice it up and make it interesting i would say pillow hump a vibrator Mm. pillow hump a dildo pillow hump Mm. A wand, you know what? I'm thinking of so many scenarios for the future right now. (laughs) But yeah, just make it interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be on your back. Now for vaginal, that okay. So the technique that they recommended, I actually have to agree with. I didn't want to, but I have to. So it says for vaginal masturbation, try squatting. Mm. And y'all know, hey girls. So it hey like guys, y'all know we don't like riding dick. <laughs> no, no Meg the Stallion knees. No, because I don't have Meg. I got seventy year old knees and joints. I have nobody's Meg knees, but ladies. Okay, so personal. This is going to be a personal tip. This isn't anything that I research. If you hell, even if you don't live alone, if you have a dildo 
and you like your vaginal stimulation or masturbation with a dildo or some type of cylindrical apparatus, um, the tub is the best place to squat. First of all, it's going to give you the support because you can hold yourself up. So it gives you the support you need on your knees and it gives you a full, like you get a full range of sex toy. Like you're completely filled up with the dildo if you do it on and I know I've had a lot of orgasms using I had in the past a suction cup dildo so I would like stick it on the tub and I would just go and it was really good and I would squirt I would orgasm like all the above like I did it anally I did it vaginally you know you know my stuff used to be lit back in the day but it's no longer lit but I would say squatting for vaginal is the best. Like if you're on your back and you're laying down, I'm not going to say you're not going to get this sensation, but nine times out of 10, if you're squatting, you're probably going to get more of the feeling of like stimulating your G spot. And then it helps you. I know with me, it helped me determine where my G spot actually was. Cause the shit is annoying to me. It's like, once it's found, it can't be unfound by someone. <laughs> like they always find it. And it's annoying if you squirt because like every time it's hit, I'm going to squirt. So squatting will be the best technique for vaginal orgasms. So anal, it's said to try face down doggy style. Mm. I see that. Like I've done that for masturbating. If you're masturbating anally Mm. face down doggy style and only reason. And again, this is going to be from personal experience. I'm just taking their topics from the research, but I'm giving you my spin because I've done all of these. So I have short arms because I'm five, three and my limbs are short. I can't reach like I want to with the dildo if I'm on my back anally. However, I can reach around if I'm bent over, face down, ass up. That's the mm. way we like to fuck. But uh. <laughs> I can reach around anally and it is so good. And if you get like a vibrator or if you have a DP fetish, like mm-hmm. I do, you can, you know, stick a dildo in your vag and stick a dildo in your ass and mm. hell, stick a dildo in your mouth. You know what? This topic is bothering me. All Ooh. during masturbation, you got all three holes. You can full. you can have a whole threesome, foursome going on, and you're masturbating. But I would definitely say that it's going to be the most comfortable angle. Angle, even if you're not like with your booty tooted, like mm-hmm. if your ass isn't tooted, even if you're like on your stomach and you're just trying to ease the dildo in, being on your on your stomach and just relaxing the whole anal area is probably going to be the best option for masturbating anally. Hmm. You have any rebuttal, any comments, concerns? No. no, no. Okay. From the woman's perspective. So this one was interesting and it said, if you want to go for a combo or erogenous zones, it says to try a pretend lover. Um, this one threw me off a little bit because when I was reading the information on it, it said, think of a pretend lover as a cowgirl for one. Like you can put your favorite dildo or vibrator on your bed and you can lower yourself onto it. 
either with penetration, um, it can be clitoral or it can be both. That's basically what I just explained anally. You can do that vaginally. So you can use, you know, you can squat down on a dildo while using a vibrator on your clit. So that is like you can get a vaginal orgasm and a clitoral orgasm at the same time. And it even said like your erogenous zones. So you can stimulate like a vibrator on your nipples or a vibrator on a spot on you that is a very sensitive area. I have a very sensitive area on my body that nobody knows about unless they find it on their own because I'm never ever telling anybody where it is. But it is a very like... That spot is literally like a trigger point for me. So once it's touched, I card to anybody who can guess what that spot is. No, we're not doing that. Oh, I'm doing that. <laughs> I am doing that. Ten dollar gift card to anybody who can. guess Y'all heard what him. Spot is. I didn't say because I'm not telling nobody <laughs> where that spot is. But that spot is like I literally just turn into a puddle. So. If that spot is touched while I'm being stimulated clitorally or vaginally, I'm going to die. Like I'm physically going to die. Like it's going to be an obituary is going to say 1987 to 2020. <laughs> I'm not giving my birthday, but y'all know my birthday. So, you know, you know, fucking vibes. But, <laughs> but I'm literally going to deceased. I'm dead. Like, oof. This is why I don't tell anybody, any man, any woman where this spot is, because if you hit it and I can, I can feel it right now. Just talking about it. if you hit it, I feel myself dying. <laughs> like I literally feel tensed up right now because I'm going to die if somebody touches that spot. While, okay, we're going to jump from that. But <laughs> yes, if you want to use your erogenous zones to help you orgasm or to achieve a better orgasm, I would definitely say find your quote unquote hot spot. Y'all know we used to say that back in the day. If you're old enough, you know, but find your hot spot and tease your hot spot while you're teasing whichever cavity or whichever domain gets you off, whether that's anally, clitorally, or vaginally mr l yes do you have any male techniques like i mean y'all basically have your penis like but do you, you know have... yeah you make like women masturbating sounds so fucking lit because you it got is. this toy that Cheers, toy, ladies. this thing like this sounds so fucking lit what do we have we get a flashlight every now and then <laughs> um which i personally have never used a flashlight i'm curious like i may get one just just curiosity oh. factors. I've seen some that are just normal. I've seen some that fuck have like a little twisting motion in. Really? Yes, I have. But like women's orgasms when masturbating sounds so fucking lit it's compared lit. to Let's men's. It's lit. like, yo, all I need is my left hand and I'm good. <laughs> um, Sorry. But- when it when it when it comes to techniques like and that's that's the norm when it comes to men it's like we have that one dominant hand that we use (laughs) for me me, it's my left hand Hmm, and you're right-handed and i'm right-handed but my left hand works wonders when i'm masturbating now if god forbid i lose my left hand it's just well fuck it because (laughs) it does not feel the same with my right hand it just doesn't where's my wife it doesn't my left hand is my go-to hand now you know if if you know both hands are free at the time because 
I do like recording when I masturbate because I like being watched. But okay. if my right hand is free at the time, then I will go with the twist combo. But even then, my left hand is the leading hand. Sometimes I will take my right hand and I'll go to the balls just to show them some attention while I'm masturbating. But my left hand is my go-to hand. Uh, as How far many as- other gentlemen can relate to that? I'm just curious. Like, if you all can relate, y'all can DM me. You know, I'm a freak. I love all the nasty stories. You'll see the memes where, like, left side, (laughs) strong side, or, man, I've been masturbating with this one, but my right hand looks like this, and it's so skinny compared to my muscular left (laughs) arm. Um, But, yeah, so when it comes to techniques, a lot of men, they have that one dominating hand that they like to use if they're not using a toy. I've had... As I stated earlier, vibrating cock rings. I enjoy using those. I was going to ask, how do you like that? Can you use that masturbating? Yes, you can. Okay. You can. You can because uh, this, it does play in place. It it helps. It it vibrates the shaft and also vibrates the balls. Really? It does, depending on which kind you're. I've had two. One had three speeds. The other had damn near like eight oh so y'all want me to speeds. die die okay um but it's not the same for men you know unless you have incredibly sensitive balls so you know a vibrator mm. for a woman or her click is different from a vibrator on a with a man on his, <laughs> on his shaft. did you just really put up your vibrator I'm, you know right what there? we're gonna talk about that in a minute stop so, <laughs> so when it comes to techniques um we'll we'll start with anal and work our way up um i find it for myself I can I, I despise masturbating standing straight up. I either hmm. have to be laying down or sitting down at an inclined. <laughs> I do not like standing up masturbating. Cheers. I do not like masturbating in the shower. Seriously. I, I, seriously. I like masturbating where I can feel free and I'm chilling while I'm masturbating. Like outside? I enjoy masturbating outside when I have the chance. I do. There's nothing better than the warmth of the sun touching your skin. Oh, yes. I see that. As you're masturbating, you're just like one with nature. As you're exploring yourself, your body is becoming one with nature. So Look I at enjoy you. it. Um, Sounded like a first world person. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, Guys, ignore me. I the, have been drinking. <laughs> When it comes to techniques, so like with anal, um, I prefer if I am doing something, which I haven't done in a while, while masturbating, I'm at an inclined area where, you know, I can either use my fingers or I can use a small toy to, you know, just kind of work itself in there. Okay. Uh, But at the same time, I'm showing my dick some attention. Ladies and gentlemen, a man can come just off of his G spot in his ass. He doesn't have his to a have spot. his di- his A spot. Excuse me, his A spot in his ass. Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry, that's for women. His P spot, prostate, 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 prostate. The G spot <laughs> in his ass, the prostate. Yes, uh, a man can come just from having that either penetrated, rubbed on, whatever form. Yes, his dick can be left alone, and you can just focus on that. And, wow. and gentlemen, you can just focus on that yourself. Um, but I'm curious. I prefer to be inclined where you're relaxed. Once again, when it comes to anal in general, you want to be relaxed. Whether Agreed. you're male or female, you want to be relaxed. Um, then to the shaft. Like I said, I prefer coconut oil. 
I do not like <laughs> I do not like masturbating, jacking off. I don't like any of that without using some form of lubrication. At first it started off, you know, young, you would be lotion, then Vaseline, baby oil, which Vaseline. would make your dick incredibly smooth, gentlemen. Ooh, to coconut oil. Smooth penis. Yes, yes for the like, wind. Especially when you still have your veins popping out, but it's still Ooh. smooth. Ladies love it. Trust me. Fire. Um, but then I I experienced coconut oil and I was like, okay, I think I like the coconut oil a lot better than the baby oil. It's it's not as messy, especially if you're like masturbating in bed. It's organic. Or if you are <laughs> masturbating, like it doesn't leave as much of a mess as baby oil. Hmm. Because baby oil is a little bit looser than coconut oil. I feel now, like coconut oil, oil, just oil leaves a, a, a mess. It does. It, it, it depending mm-hmm. on how you put it, you know. Especially if you're recording. I love to record myself when I masturbate. Because I enjoy being watched once again. Um, he put that out there, ladies. So I'm just saying. <laughs> so, depending on how you do it, you just don't want to, you know, whenever you put it on, you have to know the amount. You can always add, you know. It's kind of like being, you know, the being cold and you can add layers and get warm. It's the same thing with masturbating and adding on lubricant. You mm-hmm. don't want to put on analogy. too much. But you want to be able to gradually add on more when you need it. Send her a slow motion video, gentlemen. We'll get into the videos in a second. (laughs) I will tell you, for the ladies out there who love masturbation, receiving masturbation videos. We love it. We love nut videos. I got you. So when it comes to nut videos, we are going to take this time real quick to discuss (laughs) nut videos. Gentlemen. Three to four videos, no more than forty seconds to a minute long. Fire. Make it a mini series. Fire. You don't want it just to be the nut shot. You gotta have to build up, just like an actual Period. movie. You can have if if you want the beginning, you can throw the beginning in there. But you wanna you wanna start off with a video of you just stroking it. You know, give us some moans, give us some grunts, baby, and throw that fuck in there because it feels baby. Like good. Yeah. Once again, only you like you know your dick <sighs> better than anybody else. Agreed. So you know when it's gonna feel good. Throw those fucks in there. Women love the curse words. We do. And fellas, if mm. you have a man, and we love then the moaning. I'm pretty sure that your man loves the curse words. Absolutely. But throw that in there. Throw the moaning in there. Do not be afraid to do. That. Please do not be afraid to moan gentlemen so do that women do that fucking live video. for y'all moaning y'all don't understand how much we be waiting for y'all to moan we love that good morning i just woke up three minutes ago voice and you moan i'm dead i'm falling out i'm passing out that's it do game it. over second video and in the first video oh, start off in the angle oh, i'm breaking okay. down the videos we're going to the masturbation take a seat real quick and make notes let me grab my go to so my that first video fellas MacBook. start a nice little maybe to the side angle of you stroking your dick for her. That second video, you know, maybe you can come from the underneath perspective or the facing perspective and just kind of still doing the same thing, adding some, adding that, that moan, that fuck, switching your body. Trust me, women observe. They enjoy that. They see that. Absolutely. love it. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's continue that. Make sure you got your whole dick in the video. You know, it's, it's, it's about the angles. It's about the lighting. It's about, it's, about, it's about the lubrication. They don't want to see no dry ass. We don't want to see ashy show dick. Up ashy dick is no. Use the fucking lubrication. You're dude. an adult. They love seeing the old up dick. Woo! Trust me. 
and then that third and final video the cum shot now you could either do it a regular cum shot y'all hear his passion you could either do it the regular cum shot where you just you just not that's cool i like to get at an angle for me myself i masturbate maybe about every other day maybe it's two to three days in between because that cum really builds up, especially if you've been edging. Oh no! So you trying up. to drown somebody? So See, this is what we got doing in twenty twenty. We had to talk about episodes. I know, so, but I'm sorry, my mind went there. I'm like, I'm not taking that on the face. So I'm listen, gonna be covered. So listen, gentlemen, you either get at the angle, slow motion. My favorite is to play around with your camera, gentlemen. If you got the time, play around <laughs> with your camera. Recently, I've discovered my favorite is facing the camera, and you know, I have an iPhone. So, with the slow motion, they don't have a front-facing camera slow motion feature just yet. So, I will turn it around and make sure it's at the perfect angle. We have it, we just don't have the phone for it. The iPhone 11 has slow face. So, if you don't Mm -hmm. have that, hit the start and then continue stroking your dick until you come. And I guarantee you, at that angle, when she sees you still stroking your dick and coming... She will love that shit. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to masturbation techniques. Um, <laughs> yes, the nice little twist hand combination uh, for the shaft or even for the head, just kind of squeezing it. You know, you don't want to apply too much pressure to it, but just like just just squeezing it and just rolling your fingers on it while you squeeze. That's that's typically my combination for the for the shaft, the head uh, of the dick when I'm masturbating. And either whether I'm watching porn or if I've gotten some videos or nudes of somebody or even just based off my imagination, it's always good. I play that in my mind as I'm stroking my dick. And yeah, it's just masturbating is so fun. It's, it's lit. If you <laughs> you make masturbating what it is. You, you have to because it's your body. Like it is. You're going to reap the benefit of whatever you're doing mm-hmm. to your body at the time so and and ladies just like you know you all know how to make yourself come in seconds men know how to make themselves come whenever they need to right and i believe that's where a lot of uh, disconnect is when it comes to sex is because nobody is trying to pay attention to the other's body so then therefore some men just aside from being either not shit and just wanting pussy they they it's just fuck trash. because they know how to get their nut off right completely neglecting the women, other person that they're involved with exactly and because some women don't even care to find out hey what's gonna make this dick either last longer and really enjoy this because you know they just don't care for it that's true and vice versa some a lot of men do not care to understand the body of a woman because she knows what how is are we doing this her. at our age like I it's feel ridiculous. like my like my listeners and just looking at my analytics analytics ooh, and everything like we're over the age of 25 and between the ages of 25 and 34 how are we not acknowledging that the other person is important sexually as well at our age i mean if you're 18 19 20 you don't give a damn like exactly. because you're still learning but at 25 you should know and I'm not saying if you don't, if you're learning, cool. But I feel like at 25, I knew what I liked sexually, but I didn't discover what I needed 
sexually mm-hmm. until I was 27. So maybe it's just a, that gap between 27 and 30. I mean, 25 and 30. I don't know. But at our big age of 25 to 35, like, I feel like that is like when you, it's a sexual awakening at mm-hmm. that age because you now know what you will and will not tolerate sexually and what you need, what your requirements are sexually. So how do we get here? <laughs> That's a very good question that I don't have the answer to. I guess <laughs> it's just it's up for the it's, you know interpretation, but it is. Yeah. That was whew. I'm pretty sure you all enjoyed him explaining the, you know, the breakdown of masturbation videos. Hopefully you guys will take some notes. Hopefully you girls will throw out some requirements of what you like. So we're going to jump into our last topic. And if you can hear that, that is a vibrator. (laughs) It's a bullet. (laughs) We are going to talk about sex toys, both female and male, which we think would be the best sex toys in our opinions, not what's law, but in our personal opinions, the best sex toys for masturbation. So if you heard the vibrator, shout out to Kink Crate. You all know I've done two giveaways with Kink Crate. I'm hoping to do another giveaway in the future. Yeah, they They, are amazing. Yes, they gave me a lot of toys and a restraint. I'm hoping to try the restraint in the future so I can, you know, tell my, come back and, you know, dish with you guys and girls. But mm. uh, <laughs> they gave me a bullet. So everybody knows, well, not everybody knows, but a lot of women know one of the first toys that most of us get as adults is a bullet. I My bullet glows in the dark. Shout out to Kink Crate. I like my bullet. It literally makes me come within like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's super intense. I'm going to pull it back so out. So how how have you used your bullet? <laughs> okay, so if you guys can hear that, sounds that, it takes about 45 minutes for me. I mean, 45 minutes, 45 seconds for me. So I have used my bullet clitorally, vaginally, and anally. Now, let me talk to y'all about this anal. anally. <laughs> now, anally, you can literally feel the vibrations in your vagina. So if you are having sex at the moment and the vibrator is on full speed anally and you're being penetrated vaginally, it is a really, really good sensation. So, like, how how was it used? Was it just pressed up against It was literally anally? in my ass, y'all. Oh, wow. Like, it was the whole... Well, y'all know I advocate for anal. I say anal is amazing if you can get through the training process. Um, it's not necessarily hard to <laughs> put things in my ass. It's not easy, but it's not like... I mean, you know, I'm not out here putting, like gerbils or anything in my ass no kink shaming but i'm not like it takes a little bit of you know Please don't put effort any gerbils in your ass, but there though. are some people who do and we don't kink shame we don't but it was a whole bullet was in my ass and the remote was on the receiving end and i was having sex and that was really really good because it feels amazing so i'm gonna say a bullet is one of 
I would say go-to toys, honestly, clitorally, vaginally, and anally. Now, mm-hmm. I have a wand, and I am going to tell a story <laughs> about masturbation as well as Mr. L. Oh, I was about to say your whole last mm-hmm. name. I'm so sorry. You, you almost slipped up. I was about to knock the mic. You seen that, uh, that Dave Chappelle yes, deal where he just like one knocks one. everything over and runs out? That was about to be me. <laughs> Mr. L, (laughs) we're going to tell masturbation stories in a bit, but I would say if you're not using a bullet, I haven't used a satisfier. I've heard tons of women who swear by the satisfier because it gives a sucky motion. And if women, I don't necessarily need head during sex, but it's not, you know, it's not frowned upon, but it's not necessarily a requirement for me personally. But the satisfier apparently gives you a vibrating and a sucky motion. And most women, when we have oral sex, like if we're getting oral sex, we like our clits to be sucked on because that motion of being able to just rub your face against his or her face, I mean, rub your clit against his or her face is very pleasurable. And if they're sucking, it's a done deal. Like you're going to come. So I've heard women talk about the satisfier, but what I've used so far, I have like a vibrator that is designated to fit perfectly on my clit and it has 10 different speeds and it is fucking amazing. Mm. I haven't used it in a long time, but it's also long so it can be inserted. So if you're about to come clitorally and you feel it, insert that thing vaginally and you will probably lose your life i know i do every time i use it i haven't used it in a while but when i did use it it's really really awesome um another sex toy i like that is the devil in mechanic form is the hitachi magic wand y'all this is the goat when it comes to sex toys there is you can't debate me i will die on this hill alone it is so intense Like, you will literally be screaming bloody murder. I don't know how nobody called the cops in Brooklyn. I'm still trying to figure out how nobody called the police in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, because I thought I died. Like, I ascended that night because magic wands are everything. So... It doesn't necessarily have to be a Hitachi. Depending on how sensitive you are, I'm very sensitive sexually. It don't take a lot to get me off. It really doesn't. If you're there with me, like if there's a connection, if I'm mentally there, it doesn't. It really doesn't take a lot to get me off. If I'm not there, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. I, like I said, if I'm not coming, I'm not coming, period. But um, the wand, the bullet, I like vibrating toys. I'm not against a vibrating dildo. I am perfectly capable of getting myself off vaginally. I'm thinking about later and what I might do. I don't know. Maybe it's the alcohol talking. But <laughs> but I have no problem getting myself off vaginally. I like dildos. Um, my preference of sex toy dildo-wise is I like to mimic someone else's penis because... I'm like, okay, if I'm getting penis from this person and their penis is this thick and this width and this length, I'm going to go look for a dildo for that because it almost feels like home. It feels comfortable. So I'm like, you know, this is a penis, the actual penis I'm getting on a regular basis. <laughs> Why not like have home. a dildo? I love that. It feels know. like home. Right. <laughs> Which, hey, gentlemen, if you have a lady, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. 
there are those toys where you can buy and make a mold of your dick and turn it into a dildo Ooh, for your lady. talk about home home. Nothing wrong. That's the with couch. Your lady using toys, fellas. Not at all. at all. Say I, that. I love being at work, and if my lady had a day off and she sent me a video of her playing with herself, it would be fucking fantastic. There you go. And I'm okay with that. So, gentlemen, if you are a little insecure about your lady using toys, then make her a fucking mold of your dick mm-hmm. and give it to her because she has her needs when you're not around. And if you are that insecure, then just give her a fucking mold of your dick. She'll thank you for it <laughs> later. Ah. And you don't have to worry about it because, hey, guess what? It's your dick without being your dick. Agreed. All right. So those are my favorite sex mm. toys. Now, Mr. L. What are your favorite sex toys to use as a man? So, like I said before, it's lit as hell being a woman and using yes! the different toys. Help. Hey, <laughs> if there are some toys out there for men that I need to try, somebody please let Kings with Kings yes, know. Yes, email me, DM I be, me. I will be more than happy to venture out and try these. Mm-hmm. But I've only had two sex toys okay and they've both been vibrating cock rings okay now they've been wonderful the one with three speed it was nice it was it was my first introduction to male sex toys (laughs) yeah it was it was good you can not only use it during sex but you can use it for yourself when you are masturbating because when it helps it helps when you get that blood flow to your dick cut off that circulation so your dick stays hard and then the vibrations it vibrates (laughs) through your shaft and to your ball sometimes, depending on how intense the vibrations are. Single life sucks, y'all. I'm just going to, okay. I'm going to head out. So <laughs> the the second vibrating cock ring that I had, that's the one that it was silicone with the removable toy. Uh, well, the removable part, and it looked and resembled like a bullet. And you could control the speeds by pressing a button on it. And so you can <laughs> use that for, for masturbating and using it as a cock ring. Or you could take it out and you could use it as maybe a small toy to slightly penetrate yourself anally. That's what I use mine mm. for. So that was a, a dope experience as far as using something small and not too big to where the I knew I wouldn't hurt myself. Right. And it was because nice and smooth. Important. Exactly. So it kind of doubled as a vibrating cock ring and as a bullet. Uh, so those are those are just two instances of mine where I've used toys other than that it's it's always been my hand it's it's been my hand um shit since i've been masturbating uh, <laughs> which is, you know, middle school age roughly that's um, mostly when it starts you know sometimes yeah. it's younger and that's perfectly okay because we're human sexuality mm-hmm. is a part of being a human and and as a human i'm all about evolving and so i'm all about you know trying different methods different techniques like uh, edging for instance you know Every now and then, edging has its own, Mm-mm. you know, it has its own place. <laughs> and if you are, if you are strong enough, you know, because you're going to, you are going to feel that need to, you know, just kind of explode. And I'm ready to fight off exactly. top. <laughs> I can't, do, you know, I can't, I'm going to come by default. Like, it's not even, you know, it's not even me trying. Like, I've edged before and I came walking to my car from work like it literally shot i didn't have on panties i had on a dress mm. and it literally squirted like i squirted mid-stride oh wow see <laughs> i don't <laughs> and like I to was deal so on i don't edge. like to deal with those issues because you know True. i just don't you know 
it it was more along the lines of kind of like, all right, if I'm gonna go on a diet for the week starting Monday through <laughs> Friday and have my cheat day on Saturday, like it makes my cheat day so much worth it. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't like to, I don't edge a lot, but when I do, like it's fantastic because sometimes I don't have that self control and I'm just like, no, this no nut control. feels incredibly too well, <laughs> and I need to get it out. Um, so yeah, you know, when it comes to toys for men. I've only experienced two. I would love to try a flashlight. Uh, like I said, I've seen a flashlight where it's kind of had like the twisting motion, mm-hmm. the way the beads or something inside of it. And uh, if there are any other, you know, male sex toys that I, that you guys are aware of, you know, feel free to reach out and let me know, and I'd be more than happy to try those. I have one. But what's that? I seen an interesting video um, not too long ago. There is so. Women are aware of the satisfier. Like, it's a clitoral Mm -hmm. orgasm, like, tool, toy. I've seen it. They have a satisfier for men. Really? That is a vibrator that specifically um, targets the head. So, I've seen Mm. a really interesting uh, usage (laughs) of the satisfier for men on said shaft and said head. So... That would be something interesting you could look into. Mm, definitely. Well, yeah. I am I'm in no way, shape, or form like will turn down, you know, a suggestion for a sex toy. If I it's pleasurable, I am open for it. Yes. The sex should be pleasurable and it should be open minded because you never know. Agreed. What you may or may not enjoy. I have to agree with you there. And I I feel like with the male satisfier, you can use like lube and you can put it in it and and it vibrates and it's strictly for the head of the penis and a little bit of the shaft. So I would definitely say, you never know, that might be something you should, you know, do your Googles on and all that good stuff. Research time. Yes. All right. So we've been talking about techniques, toys, things to do when you're masturbating. I thought it would be fun if Mr. L and I shared one of our best masturbation stories. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Ladies first. All right. So I don't think I've told this story in the past. If I have, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to check me. So I'm not even worried. But I had a task when I was in a DS relationship. This was five years ago almost. It was in 2015. Um, I was with my dom and one of his tasks, he was a fan of orgasm control, which is probably why I'm such a big fan of it now, like orgasm control, orgasm play, orgasm torture. Um, and he wanted me to edge. Mm. I just heard Mr. L talk about, I hate edging because of this story. So it was, I believe at the time I was in North Carolina and he was in New York and we had like a face, we were just FaceTiming, just, you know, minding our black ass businesses <laughs> whatnot. <laughs> and it turned into like a whole session and he had me masturbate on FaceTime and, but it was an edging. So like I would get close to coming and then I would have to stop. Now we get close to coming and then I'll have to stop. And that went on repeatedly for a minute and I started to get frustrated and he could tell because I'm annoyed. I'm like, I want to come like, this is not fun anymore for me. And 
it was my frustration got the best of me and it was a very valuable lesson learned mm -hmm. because when I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I want to come. I want to come. I want to come. Once I'm multi-orgasmic. Y'all know I've said that on a few episodes since I've started this podcast. So he was like, oh, you really want to come? I'm like, yes, I've been edging. I'm frustrated. And it's like right there. Mm -hmm. So like literally I come and he doesn't allow me to stop coming. So that was my fuck up. Like I should have never said anything. So I came. You got to be careful what you wish for. So much like okay so little tidbit about me i don't want to go too personal into my sex life but a little tidbit about me is i am multi-orgasmic so if i start and you don't allow me like a break i'm just going to keep going mm -hmm. like i keep going and keep going and keep going i'm gonna probably pass out 90 Nine point like, nine percent like chance. Literally pass out. I'm going to faint. And what happened with him is once I came, mm -hmm. he wouldn't let me stop. And my body literally took over. I went into autopilot. Like I just kept coming and coming and coming and coming to the point where and I've told I swear I've told this story before. I lost my hearing. I couldn't oh, see. Wow. I couldn't talk. Like I literally masturbated for like three hours straight. And when we were finished, like it was so bad. He eventually just had to hang up. Like I couldn't talk. I couldn't function. I couldn't. He said I was talking, but it was like murmured words. Like I mm -hmm. was barely making sense of what I was saying. And I don't remember what, uh, this is what he's told me in the past. Like, I don't remember what happened after when autopilot clicked in, I blanked out. Wow. So I completely went blank. And he said I was like talking and crying at the same time. And it was like a lot going on. So that was probably my best masturbation story because I would always encourage women and men to push themselves to the limit because you don't know what your body, your body will literally go into autopilot because you, your pleasure sensors are so heightened and you're so aroused that your brain will literally shut down mm -hmm. and you won't have any other option but to feel. So you'll just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. Nine times out of 10, if you're a woman, I don't know if this happens with men, but you'll probably pass out. But your body is still receptive to what's happening to you while you're unconscious. So you're going to snap back or come to and you're going to be coming. So that's what happened to me. So that was one of my best masturbation stories. So what about you, Michelle? Yeah, I can't top that. Um, <laughs> not even going to try to. I've never. There may have been one time where I haven't hadn't masturbated in a while where mm -hmm. I've gone to the point where I did. And then when I finally masturbated, like. I've gotten lightheaded or mm. like it just felt that good, but nothing to the point where passing out autopilot. I'm I haven't quite experienced that. Like I, you don't want to. I I need to find. It sounds amazing. I slept for like eighteen hours. You're okay. Want that smoke. You're making it sound even more incredible. <laughs> um, you don't want that smoke. Trust the, me. The closest thing I've come is is coming. So many times I was having. Um, I was having phone sex. It's been it was years ago, and this it probably started about ten o'clock at night and didn't end till about 
two or three o'clock in the Yikes. morning. Yikes. Oh, I would have been and passed out on the phone. You would just I remember. <laughs> I remember that I came about, it was about six different times. Oh, my God. Um, Within that span where, like, all right, I would be like, okay, I think I'm done. But then, psh, shit, my dick had other, <laughs> other plans. And then, next thing I know, like, that I was again stroking it <laughs> while talking. And like after that six nut, it was just like, yo, I I can't take anymore. That, You're that die. was I would not necessarily <laughs> I was gonna die, but like when I masturbate, I love for it to be explosive, especially like I've stated before I like recording myself. But I like for it to be explosive. And when it started, like you could tell, like all right, the nut started getting a little less and a little less, and then my You're body was just like, bro, powder. my body was just like, bro, this is all we got. Like you need to relax. So after that sixth time, it was, and you know, it was just the fact that we were going for so long, just talking about different things that we would do to each other, and it just felt so right where I couldn't help but continue to touch myself and pleasure myself. Yikes. To, to the different things being said Whew. and it was it was amazing but um other than that you know most majority of my masturbation stories you know are places like we've said mm. earlier i enjoy masturbating outside being in nature if i can be now of course i'm very careful i don't i make sure there are no children around Agreed. you know adults for you the want most to be part, deemed you know, as a predator <laughs> You know, parking lights in the car. Yeah. yeah. At Ooh. work, you know. Um, oh, I haven't masturbated at work in at a At work. Uh, when, I was, when I was managing bakeries, um, you know, and if it would just be myself there and no, I would make sure that I would stay sanitized and things like that. I wasn't touching anything. <laughs> Thank you. Please say that. Be, I would let you know that first and foremost, I was not touching anything afterwards. But, you know, it would just be the idea of like, Man, this is a place that I should not be doing this. Absolutely. But I'm doing it here. Things like that. That that turns me on, you know. Just living your best life, just, huh? Just living my best <laughs> masturbation life. Like the best masturbation yes, life. Yes. <laughs> that is my best master just trying to live my best masturbation life. Like yes, ideally it's important. You know, ideally I would just be sitting somewhere and masturbating and somebody just so happens to walk by. And I wouldn't stop and they just sit and enjoy seeing me masturbate. Really? Yeah, that would be, I think Ooh. that would be dope. No. I'm feeling some type of way. I've never done, you know what? I did go into a bookstore and I had to take pictures in public and this old man saw me and I was like. Oh, did it stop you? Weak. It did. It, it killed did. it for oh, me. Oh, no. You got <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I'm so uncomfortable. So I just, I yeah, I had to cut that off. Like, I was like, I'm not comfortable with this at all. <laughs> so, yeah, mm, mm, I definitely have to stop that. So now I'm curious as to what's your listener, like, where's the, not the most odd place, but the most random place that they've masturbated at? You know what? I've been doing some, um, I've been doing questions, like, free questions for, Wednesdays because it's hump day and why not? Mm -hmm. I think that might be a question that I'll have to ask on hump day. Like I can definitely see that being a question um, that I ask. Like where's the, cause it's, it's on brand. <laughs> it's related to this week's episode. Why not mm -hmm. ask like, so where exactly have you all masturbated? That's like 
wild, wild. So I think that might be one of the questions. Thank you for the inspiration. I appreciate you. No problem. All right, guys. So that is basically going to end this episode. But before we end, I'm thinking about adding a new segment where I rant about this is not to be confused with like the read, but it's just to be like, I want to, you know, rant about something that annoys the shit out of me. Like I explained this to Mr. L earlier that I'll probably talk about it. I kind of want to call it Kiki's Critique. I haven't thought about it all the way yet. I don't know. This is trial and error. Kiki's Corner. No, I can't no, do that because Crystal Kiki's has, corner. if you listen to the read, you know, Crystal has a corner. I don't want to do that. No, so right. I'm thinking of doing critique. Kiki's Critique. Um, and I want to talk about, this hasn't happened to me recently, but it happened to me in the past, um, last year. Niggas. And I say niggas with the utmost respect. I'm not going to go in on y'all too hard. But if you listen to my podcast, if you follow my IG, if you follow my Twitter, y'all already know the fucking vibes. You know I talk about risque things. You know I may, hell, you may see a whole porn too point twenty seconds of uh, porn on my Twitter because that is my podcast. I talk about sex. I enjoy posting things that are of sexual nature. If you, and I do mean men, happen to slide in my DMs because you are intrigued that I have a sex podcast or that I post about sex or I'm open about sex, keep that same energy because when you get in your feelings and when you start realizing that you like, like me, I don't want to hear no bullshit like, oh, bro, you shouldn't be posting about sex and dick and talking about sex. Nigga, this was the shit I was doing before I met you. You slid into my DMs for that exact reason. Keep the same energy. Don't try to switch it up and be like, nah, see, I know you were talking about sex and that was what I liked about you. But now that we're dating or now that we're in a relationship or now that we're blase blase, shut that shit down. Fuck you and everything that you stand for because you knew my podcast existed before you even had a name. So I'm not going to change up what I'm doing because you're afraid that it might alter your image or it may not look good to the people in your life. Nigga, you slid in my DMs knowing that I had a kink sex podcast from jump there is absolutely no reason why you should be like oh you need to change that up because what i'm not gonna do is end or change my podcast for any fucking body but myself so now that you know that now that you know you might catch porn at 12 o'clock on a tuesday from my timeline That's onto PM. your timeline PM, by the way. PM. PM like you might catch that shit randomly at 103 p.m on a wednesday and if you do you know this is my podcast i have a private page nobody has access to my private page but friends and family on ig i don't have a private tumblr i mean twitter anymore or private tumblr everything that i do is podcast related I'm not going to be talking about sucking dick or taking dick in the ass on my personal page because that's nobody's goddamn business. But what I will do is talk about it on my Instagram, on my Twitter, because you know what? I'm going to be discussing anal sex on my podcast next week. I'm going to be discussing masturbation like I'm doing this week. You already knew this. 
when you slid in my DM. So don't be surprised when you decide to get in your feels. And now all of a sudden, my podcast and the things that I talk about on Twitter is a problem. They weren't a problem when you decide to slide in my DMs and say, what you doing? Where you at? How are you? What's your name? So all I'm saying is keep the same fucking energy because you knew what it was. You know I'm into kink. You know I'm into BDSM. I'm very open about these things. This shit is not going to change. And if that's not something that's on your wave, then you can go on. It's fine. Bye. And that's all I wanted to talk about. It's not a read, guys. You know, I live for the read. I've been listening to the read since like 2013. But this is not a read. This is just something that's really bothered me because I don't understand how it's like that. Uh, what's the what's the complex that men have? Like the whore, the Madonna, like the Saint whore complex. Like you want a good girl, but you also want her to be a whore, but you don't want nobody else to know that she's a whore. It all goes back into what we talked about earlier, sexual liberation and sexual feminism and sex positive feminism. Like you want me to be your slut. You want me to do all these things in the bedroom, but you're uncomfortable with people knowing that I do these things in the bedroom. It doesn't work that way. If you can't take me in the bedroom, then you can't take me outside of these four walls period, because it's not going to change. Like this is a big part of my life. It really shaped who I was sexually as an adult. So if that's not something that you're with, if it's not, you know, it doesn't align with your life and how you want things to be portrayed in your life and how you want to be seen in your life, then I'm not the girl for you. And that's perfectly fine. I can take that. Can you? And I'm going to leave it there. So this has been episode 51. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. L for coming on again. You are awesome. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get great feedback because the ladies love you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate you letting me be on. Yay. As always, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Kinks with Kiki podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. When I come back right now, I'm on a hiatus, which means my page is deactivated. You can follow me on Kinks with Kiki. I'm also on Tumblr as well, Kinks with Kiki. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, email me, kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. This has been episode 51. Thank you guys. Again, I'm still working on getting consistent, but you know, life. So... Yay. As always, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace.